You are listening to Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Can I be Chuck Woolery? Yeah, Tiny Mike. Tiny Mike. My average. I mean... No, I want to ask the questions. <laughs> Tiny Mike. On 94.5 ESPN. like y'all missed a very, very good conversation about Giannis Antetokounmpo and the All-Star Game and all the other stuff we were discussing when y'all couldn't hear us. And I cannot believe Chewy said what he said, but again, in order to hear that, you're going to have to go to the app and you're going to have to go to the the stream and the podcast to hear our brilliant conversation on Giannis Antetokounmpo and the All-Star Game that took place last night as Giannis' team won the All-Star Game. Uh, But let's get back to the Aaron Rodgers conversation now that we took care of that. Um, you know, I was thinking about this during the break just a few moments ago. When Brian Gutekunst said, Gabe, Chu, Ash, whatever comes with having a great quarterback is worth it. That's not a ringing endorsement, <laughs> is it? Right? If you have to make that statement, you're already admitting that there are cracks in the veneer, that there are things that maybe you wish were handled differently, that there are, you know on the report card, needs improvement. But you've convinced yourself that that's okay. And Gabe mentioned this earlier in the show. I wanted to get back to it a little bit sooner, but we moved on to talk about Giannis and the All-Star game and all of those types of things. Um, You were talking about how maybe Jordan Love looks better to the brass than he actually is because of some of the frustration, the grindiness, the elements that we talked about with Aaron Rodgers that he has shown over the last few years. And it made me think about like, haven't we all had that pal, that friend, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it is, who is in a really, like, lousy relationship? And I'm not saying the relationship with the Packers and Rodgers has been lousy, but, like, and they make excuses for it, and they're like, no, they really love me, even though everyone else can see that they're dismissive and narcissistic and kind of broken and all of those things. And then they finally get out of the relationship. And then the very next person that they date they're fine. They're okay. They're a hell of a lot better than what they were dealing with with the previous person. But they like overinflate the fantastic elements because compared to what they were dealing with, this is like the best thing to ever happen to them in the history of the entire world. Is that what you were referring to when oh. you were talking about the Packers being so infatuated potentially with Jordan Love? 100%. This had happened to me. I'd just gotten out of a long-term relationship and I just started, I wasn't even like seriously dating somebody, just seeing somebody like had gone on a couple of dates with someone and I had one of my friends say to me, well, the only reason Gabe's going out with this person is because she likes him. I'm like, yeah, well, I figured... It's a good didn't, start. <laughs> didn't really feel like I was getting that in a previous relationship. Yeah, sure. So this yeah. person likes me. Baby steps. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll see what you know. I'll see what dating somebody who likes me feels like. I'll see what that feels like. And if you're Brian Gutekunst, I don't think there's any mystery there. I don't think Aaron Rodgers and Brian Gutekunst have a glowing, rosy relationship. So why not try to have a relationship with somebody who? Hey, likes you. Maybe we'll take a step forward there. See what. Try that out. See if that f- works for you for a little bit. Chu, you know what we're talking about, right? Uh, kind of, but was it ever glowing or were we just drinking the Kool-Aid? I mean, are we to believe that everything was okay at a point in time with Gutenkoots and Rodgers and now it just I think back to... I think okay like would be the no highest form of, of their stuff. relationship. Like okay would be the like, highest they've ever been. Like what? what is the quote, Gabe? Um, 
when it comes to quarterback? What did Goody say? So whatever Jason, comes yes. with having a great quarterback is worth it. And I don't, I don't know if that was a wrong thing. So, we can ask Jason right. about that again tomorrow because Jason's the one but who has that. But tear that apart. Is he, is he no longer great or is he done too much where – I think it was basically a little from column A, a little from column B. After the way he played this past year, irritants you can overlook when someone is great from a performance standpoint. When someone is great from a talent standpoint, I don't even. I don't even want to go leadership. I don't even want to throw that in there. I'm talking about just strict talent. Yep. Strict ability. When you've got somebody like that unicorn in the talent department, you can overlook the fact that they crap in the house every once in a while, right? Get overlooked that the yeah. unicorn is eating your azaleas. It's annoying, but it's fine. Are those expensive flowers? I have no idea. I just first flower that came to my mind. Ziggy azalea. There's another one. I'm bringing value. I'm, I'm gonna go see her in concert next month in Madison too. Ziggy go. azalea. <laughs> You're such an idiot. I just idiot. don't know. I just... Who, me? Yeah, I know. Well, everyone knows that. But I just haven't seen enough from Goody to tell me that he is sick of Rodgers. Really? What has what he, he said or seen? Well, this report from Silverstein. Well, I mean, or... but, I mean drafting, drafting Jordan Love kind of wait, was, wait, wait, was wait, sign number one, wasn't chew, it? Chew, Chew, I got to call BS on that, man. We get sick of Rodgers. And we're peripheral. Oh, we get... We're peripheral yes. with that guy. Man, we're way on the outside. Again, inner circle, outer circle, outer, outer, outer circle type of thing, right? Just imagine having a more but, uh, intimate uh, uh, relationship right. with him. Imagine being his boss. Imagine having to deal with yes. him on a daily basis. Imagine knowing the way and the dynamics that he's creating in the locker room and whatnot. Like All of that, I feel like, if, if it grinds on the fan base and it grinds on us media members, I can't understand. You know what I mean? I bet all of that has to... No, I know, but it's not like Goody has said that, all right, we're going to evaluate this team again. Everything is pointing in the direction, well, we're going to let him go into the darkness, make his decision, and then go from there. There's no, like, we're moving on from him. There's there's not even an inkling of that from Goody or, or Murphy. Am I right? Well, that's because I think they... They kind of played their cards wrong the last time we found themselves ourselves in this position, know, right? But- when Murphy goes, hey... Let's not say anything publicly about this guy. And then immediately, three days later, goes, well, he's an interesting fella. So I think that they are just playing everything incredibly close to the chest. All right, so what's your next move when Rodgers comes back and says, I went to darkness, everything pointed at me coming back to the Green Bay Packers? Go, Murphy and Goody. How do you respond? Yeah, we're going to have him back for another year, and we're going to do this all over again next year. I can't wait. Yay! Maybe. Or do you say, nah, we don't want you, bro. Sorry. I don't know. I don't know. I think I know what they're. Ho- I think I know what they're hoping for. It feels like they're hoping that he decides he wants to play but go somewhere else. Correct. And that gives him the out. Brett, see, and that's the difference, right? It would have been really interesting to see how McCarthy and Thompson would have handled Brett wanting to come back and play for the Packers. But by the time Brett made that decision, it was already too late. The Packers had moved on. And, yeah. and, and everyone decided. So Brett gave him the out of retiring. If Rodgers doesn't give the Packers an out, it is going to be wildly interesting to see how it plays and out. And this is where you go back to, can he pull the trigger? Can Gutekunst be the guy who trades Aaron Rodgers? Is he okay with that being on his resume? Is he okay with that being part of his legacy? Is he okay with being the dude who did that? And I am no. 
Jen, what are you? You don't think Gutekunst is okay with that? No. I don't think he can do it. I don't know. I agree. And this goes back to me thinking that he's still going to be in Green Bay because it's going to require one of these dudes to sack up and say the thing. Yes. Telling you, he's going to Hasn't everybody been uncomfortable enough? Can't somebody just eventually, in the awkward silence, blurt out, I don't want to be with you anymore. Can somebody just please do that? Well, again, to go back to our relationship analogies, don't you know couples like that? Don't you know people? Haven't you come across people who they, it's like, you guys don't really want to be doing this. Yeah, but, but they stay together on, for the kids. But you keep on doing this, right? <laughs> it's uncomfortable for everyone involved. And yet here we are inviting both of y'all to our Christmas party again. Yeah, but well, again, someone's got to bring gifts. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're loaded, Jen. Those friends are loaded. They bring the good gifts and the fancy bottles of wine. But then they drink them all by themselves. Well, <laughs> Chewy. <laughs> That's not wrong. Craig said it's wrong, and it was his party. He said it wasn't wrong, and it was his party. So I just do not see – I don't see the upper management having the stones to just say, now this thing is over with. Give us some teams you want to go to. We'll negotiate. We'll, it'll be Brett all over again. So here is where, and we were obviously talking about Bob McGinn's report from Friday on the Go Long podcast, where he lost me a little bit. Take a listen to another added detail that Bob McGinn mentioned when he was talking about the Aaron Rodgers situation on Friday. Even if Rodgers comes back to collect that $59, $59 million, I think he's the backup. And he can try to, you know, he could try to ruin the whole operation. I'm sure he would. But he knows that's not going to happen, and he's going to accept a trade somewhere. Uh, He knows he can't live with that, and the Packers fans and everybody. It's love's turn. The organization's going that way, and that's the way it is. And they are – they're so done with – and this is is everybody, I'm told. This is Murphy. This is LaFleur. This is Gutekunst. This is the whole shooting match. That they are – they've turned the page, and – they don't see Rodgers as a guy who's really working hard anymore. They see a guy who, when he reported this year, his body wasn't as so-called tight and strong as it was. They see a guy who's, you know, blew off the offseason last year, and they can all this gobbledygook about what they say in pressers, but that just infuriated them, and um, they're done. And it's a hard guy to be done with but because he's going to – be so, on McAfee and so, do all this stuff and undermine the organization as best he can because he doesn't care. Oh, my God. So Bob McGinn is telling me if Rodgers comes out of his little sleepover by himself and says, I want to come back from the to the Packers, the brass is going to say, okay, but you're coming back as a backup? What are we doing here? That would take- I mean, that is so good. That is one of those things – it is so bad, but it's so good. <laughs> Who would believe that? What What would take more stones, Chew? Actually trading yeah. him or telling him he's the backup? The backup. Ooh, I, would I would love that. I would love to be the guy. Question. I'm on it, Jen. I'm on it. I would love to be the guy. <laughs> I would love to be Aaron, in that room. have you back up. Hey, good to have you back, big guy. Here's the thing. <laughs> if they said that to me back in the day, I'd be like, I'm getting paid my full salary to be a backup? I'm in. Definitely in. They're not going to give him. I mean, that is insane. Right? That's insane. Does anybody believe that? So this is where I I was saying, You can't even put that on the pole. This is where I was saying, McGinn went a little hard to the hole. This is where I was saying, like, even if he has sources that say 
They're done with him. They're ready to move on. These were the type of elements that felt a little like, oh, man, you're making it really hard for me to embrace this messaging you're putting out there when you're trying to convince me that they're going to bench Aaron Rodgers in favor of Jordan Love. <laughs> because like, they're scared well, to no. say we're going to trade you. Like, I, I, so they're going to pay s- nearly $60 million for the backup quarterback. To the backup yes. quarterback, where's cap it would be 31 this year. But we keep talking about the numbers in terms of, okay, if he gets traded, if he gets released, it counts $40 million against the cap. Which is more than the 30 that you just mentioned. It goes up. If you bring him back in 2023, and then we start having these conversations at this time next year in 2024, that $40 million number goes up to closer to $60 million. Like The number continuously goes up. So if you're bringing Aaron Rodgers back to the Green Bay Packers this year, you, you have to... Like, be taking swings. You're not going to bring him back, pay him the $59 million, 31 against the cap this year, and then all the dead cap in 2024 after he was just a backup for you. Like, none of that makes any sense. However, it is funny to think about some stooge for the Packers. I don't know if it's the assistant regional scouts or whoever would have to go up and go Rogers. Like, all right, pal, welcome yeah. back to training camp. Happy to have you. Yeah. You're running with the twos. Um <laughs> Here's the scout team playbook. <laughs> Running with the- we play the Texans right away, oh so God. you know you got to pretend like you're you know uh, you know uh, you're you're Davis Mills. You know that's who you're pretending you are this week, pal. Here are the plays we're running. How how many seconds would this conversation actually last? Less than thirty? No, oh, less than ten. Less. Here's your clipboard, Aaron, and your sharpie. <laughs> I mean that 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 is okay. All right, he lost me. 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 <laughs> Uh, that was funny though. You would, Thanks for adding that to my Monday. You would you would want to be the guy that would tell him he's the backup though, too, right? Like you'd want to be that guy. Farter. Oh, that'd be great. I'm a shirt. How would he react? He'd probably laugh, right? Yes, he would think it'd be a funny practical joke because he's always playing the practical jokes on everyone in the locker yeah. room. He would just think that this would be a practical joke. We put it on the Jen Gabe and Chewy Twitter poll: which decision would take more stones to actually trade Rodgers? Which again, we have been dis- discussing and debating over the last few weeks. Like it's going to take stones in order to tell Aaron Rodgers or to trade Aaron Rodgers because that will always be part of your legacy. That will always be on your resume, or to make Aaron Rodgers the backup quarterback to Jordan Love. Let us know, 800-990-3776. That is on our Jen, Gabe, and Chewy Twitter poll. We'll take a break. Be right back after this. Doesn't matter what age you are, low testosterone can be an issue with any guy. Mantality is a local healthcare facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. Kevin started this company. He's the founder and CEO of Mantality because he was dealing with low testosterone. Just didn't know it. He's tired, groggy, just didn't have the energy that he needed to get through his day that he had just a year or two beforehand. Wasn't getting the right answers from his doctors, but now he does have that right answer in mentality. How does it work? Well, it works for me. Been working with mentality, decided to go to them, get a blood panel done just to kind of see how the process works. Blood panel came back. Turns out my testosterone levels were a little bit low. So now I'm working with them to get my testosterone levels where they should be with a customized solution just for me. You know, and I thought, eh, my energies are low because I'm doing a morning show now. I used to do the afternoon show for years, and now I'm doing the morning show. That's why I'm more tired throughout the course of the day. No, it turns out it was low testosterone. And now I feel great. I have that energy to get through the day, whether I'm doing this, whether I'm doing ESPN National, whatever I'm doing, it's because I've got the, the energy from Mantality and their testosterone treatments. Go to LowTUSA.com. Mantality allows treatment to fit into every guy's lifestyle. Learn more about Mantality and their low testosterone treatments. LowTUSA.com. Net.
It's Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. I mean, how many free agents did they get last year? One. Who? Jaron Reed. Oh, and Sammy Watkins. Oh, yeah. I Again, keep forgetting about him existing. How can you forget Just... about his blocking? <laughs> his blocking is unbelievable. On 94.5 ESPN. Thanks for some realist. Realist. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down. Like I'm giving lessons in physics. Right, right. You should want a bad dog like this. Huh? Drop it low and pick it up just like this. Yeah. You know who this is, Chew? This is Zizzy, Zillow, Wizzy, Rizzo, Rizzo, Rizzo. Oh, he was so close. Riz. Rizzo. He's got one of the letters, Rizzillo? right? <laughs> Brian Rizzillo. Who? This is Ryan Rossillo. This is your girl, Ziggy Azalea. Oh, this is Ziggy? I thought she was taller. What? It's Iggy. It's a good song. I I should put this back in my rotation. It's a great song. We lost you on the old uh, Aaron Rodgers will be the backup to Jordan Love thing. <laughs> I know it's shocking that he Honestly, wasn't gonna. <laughs> I think that's that's where a lot of people got lost in that. He wasn't gonna ride with that one. Um, but listen, there is a chance that this team is quarterbacked by Jordan Love next year. There's a chance. There's a chance that they trade Aaron Rodgers. I still don't think he's going to retire. I still think that Rodgers will. I think they, they'll figure it out. Bygones be bygones and whatnot. Maybe you build up a little more of the frustration and you just pack it away into the closet. But Christian Watson was on the Man to Man podcast. And he had good things to say about Jordan Love. Which maybe, if you hear this, makes you think that there are players who also would be ready to turn the page. Take a listen. I think I think he's definitely ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've gotten a lot of reps with him. Uh, you know, through OTAs, uh, through camps, uh, and I mean, even even in practice during the season. I mean, there'll be days where it will, he'll get you know more reps than usual. Uh, you know, I, I warm up every single pregame with him, uh, just catching routes. Uh, you know, catching some deep balls, uh, just running the route tree with him pregame. Uh, and, and I think we saw flashes of it. You know, mm-hmm. in the, in the Eagles game, the Philadelphia week. Yeah, uh, we saw yeah. a little bit of it. And, and you know, I think it, it's just going to come down to, you know, whatever his opportunity is. Uh, but I think he's ready for it. Chew, can you take anything away from Christian Watson saying nice things about Jordan Love? Or should we just expect that from the now second year wide receiver? Mm, I guess his his relationship is probably better with Love when it comes to off the field stuff and hanging out and just because of the age difference. Um, I don't think you can I don't think you can really take anything from it. My question is how bad how bad do you think the trickle down is gonna be if they say we're trading you? What do you mean? I mean you're gonna Cobb's gone, uh Mercedes Lewis is gone, Lazard yeah. is gone. Yeah. Does Bakhtiari leave? You know Jair's gonna say something inflammatory. Will he request a trade? I mean, do they have to kinda Look at that side. Well, let me ask you this. As a former player, would you attach yourself to him? To Aaron? Uh, Probably if I was, if I was Bakhtiari, yeah. Right? Because I don't know. You know, it just all goes back. My guess is it all goes back to chances of winning a Super Bowl in 
Bakhtiari's not going to be there long enough to win a Super Bowl with Jordan Love, if that ever happens. Correct. I don't know. He'd probably bolt. My guess is he would bolt. What? So yeah, there'll be a little mutiny. There'll be a mini mutiny. I don't. I don't see it. But I, I mean, I could see sure Bakhtiari. So? I mean, my, I could see them approaching Bakhtiari about the pay cut and him going no, and then they just decide to cut him. Like I could see that. Where okay, I don't want to be in Green Bay unless my guy's here. I could see that. I I don't know if that extends to Jair because it's not like those two are buddy buddy and super tight. This to me is the whole the old uh, two in the hand, one in the bush thing. The two in the hand, one in the bush argument. There's 32 NFL teams. You're all of a sudden going to look a gift horse in the mouth. You're going to all of a sudden be like, this team? Nah, I'm out. They don't want Aaron Rodgers under center. I'm going to go find another spot to land. You've already got a gig with the Green Bay Packers in the NFL. A good franchise. I mean, you're telling me you're going to walk away, what, for principal? Because you like Aaron Rodgers so much? Well, but nobody's walking away. And Jair and Bach would be signed. If the, if Bach were, if, if you put Jair on the open trade market, the team's going to gobble okay, him up Okay, but, like but even mutiny-wise, even if you, what, why? Like, for what? He's gone. He's not in the locker room anymore. So it would be, basically be a principal thing. It would be like, you treated my guy badly. Err. Well, no, I think it's a, um, I think, too, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I think it's more of a looking around and going, all right, this is now in rebuild. They've got to take the 40 million hit for Rodgers. Yeah, sure. I'm looking around. I want to win a Super Bowl. I want to win a Super Bowl soon. That's probably not going to happen here until they get out of salary cap hell and then figure it out and what's Jordan Love going to be. And it just becomes, the laundry list becomes long of, okay, when's this team going to win? And then you just look to get out of dodge. But the laundry list is already long. Correct. Yeah. But again, you could talk yourself yeah, into if, potentially if, with Rodgers winning a Super Bowl. I, I mean, we don't know if Goody has balls, though. Chew, I mean, here's I my thing about no that. To, I would have said no to Devontae, right? Devontae comes and asks for a trade, say, no, I'm not doing it, bro. You're playing here. We own your rights. You're going to play here, right? Here's my thing about that, Chew. I can't help but think that there are players in that locker room who will be good riddance who will be on team good riddance if they move on from Rodgers. I think there's probably some people in that locker room that think he's a little too look at me. There's people in that locker room who are just like, just play football, man. Enough with the the philosophical and the, you know, uh, yelling at Jair for quote-unquote manifesting. Like, oh, like oh, whatever, I'm just throwing examples against the wall right now. It's mm-hmm. a little spaghetti-esque. But you having been in a locker room, you know that there's dudes in there who are definitely like, bye, don't let the door hit you. Yeah, there's definitely a line between the older guys and the younger guys. But if you have a good locker room, you don't have to worry about it. But, you know, it's like what Watson was saying about love. What are they, three or four years apart where um, Watson and Rodgers are miles apart? They just – I mean, these guys hang out. Once the door's shut in Lambeau, they're going, hey, where are we going tonight? And then they form, there's clicks. There's tons of clicks in a locker room. That's a click. You know, Bakhtiari, Cobb, and Rodgers and them, that's a click. That Now, that's a click, Jen, that these younger guys feel is an untouchable clip, a click. Like, they're not going over to Rodgers' house and crashing a party and saying, wait, where's the scotch? We got to drink this crap? That ain't happening, you know? So theirs is just strictly a working relationship. It's just, I'm trying to think, in our day... Green Bay's different because it's such a small town and you run into everyone and if you're out and about, it's a little different than playing in New York or L.A., but there's definitely clicks. 
What would have you? What would you have said? And I understand it's different because it was a different time in Brett's career, and, and you were tight with Brett. But what if somebody in your career asked you about Mark Brunel? What would you have said? Uh, good guy. I like Mark. Yeah, but as a player, Mark like in the same a, situation Mark, with Christian Watson, you know, Christian Watson asked about Jordan Love, you know, and, and Brett's, oh. you know, Brett's struggling. Maybe Brett doesn't come back, and Mark Brunel's the backup. Somebody asks you, "Oh, can Mark Brunel play? Is he ready to go? He's the backup. He's the he's the next one in line." Uh, I would say glowing stuff of him, but of course, I Brett would look at me cross-eyed like, "Dude, what are you doing? I thought I was your guy. You're already throwing me to the curb." Because all of them are so insecure. Sure, I think that's a prerequisite when you're going to be a quarterback. Wait, so do you think Christian um, no, Watson I, is getting, could get himself into trouble? And trouble is all relative, of course, so don't run with that. But do you think that Christian Watson's statement about Jordan Love would tick Rodgers off? Because this is where the eggshells thing, I don't think, is good for the d- dynamic of a team. I don't think if Christian Watson, second-year player, has to worry about saying nice things about Jordan Love because they might upset Aaron Rodgers is a good thing. Hold on, so you're saying what he said, even though it was completely innocent, yeah, Rodgers is going to listen to that thing over and over and over, and he's like, is he transitioning to love being his guy now? That's what they do, you know? I mean, I told you guys, just joking around with Brad, I said, you better watch it, man. That Boston College Hasselbeck's going to take your job. Well, what do you mean? No, and it's a real thing. You got to be. They're crazy. They're insane. They are nuts. So yes, Rogers hears everything. He's going to hear that clip. Well, and, well, I guess this this did come out before he went or, into darkness. So maybe he already heard it. The Christian Watson. Yes. Thing, yes. What would be the first thing you'd tell Rogers if you were in his inner circle when he got out of the darkness? First thing. First thing. Okay, because there's a lot of stuff you could fill him in on, right? That happened yeah. over the last four days. Yeah. Would it be the McGinn thing? Uh, Tiger Woods played all four rounds Shut at the up. Genesis Invitation. Shut Shot one up. under Nerd. par. Look, he is, looks like he is ready for Augusta. You want to go to Augusta, got Aaron? Himself, you got to be some there. Hot water he too. is going to be fantastic. Got in some hot water by handing him the tampon. Well, yeah. Tiger. Oh, uh, that was so. I, I thought it was funny. No. It's. It's no. like the oldest of old man prop comic humor. So stupid. Yeah, it's just really dumb. Well, I'm an old man. You're yeah. a girl. Girls are weak. Here's your tampon. Hit it with your purse. What would have been better? To not compare <laughs> an inferior performance <laughs> to a woman? I thought he was going to put two things out so there. What would have been waiting. better? I was waiting for the rest of the question in anticipation. And That's, then I looked at you and I realized you were done it. talking. It's a lot of work, Gabe. I'll let you come up with the options. I thought he was going to come up. He only had to come up with Thanks, one Jenny, option. I'm going to venue, mo- venue that mo- <laughs> oh, Thanks, Ashton, you idiot. Love you. Yeah, but Jen, back in the day, Jen, in my get-off-the-grass days playing golf, if a guy doesn't get it past the woman's tee, he's got to pull down his pant, right? Was that it, Gabe? That's a thing, yep. It's definitely Thanks, a thing. Ernie. I'm going to venue, mo- venue that month. If you duck your tee shot and you don't hit it past the women's tees, yes. The, you had to pull down you your drop pants your and, pants and walk past the... Yep. That, that was a thing. But you got to walk past the women's tee, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that weird. would have been worse, right? But yeah, if, yeah if somebody would have exposed themselves on national television to walk past the women's tee, yes, that would have been much worse finally than we what got, ended up happening. Finally, we got the which would be worse and what would be better. Finally, <laughs> yes. we figured it out. You can't just be showing your junk on national TV. It would have got a lot of clicks. <laughs> yes. Yes, it would. Just as Brett. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I feel like that should be our cue. I'm just saying. 
You want me to read something? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, consider professional construction wink in Waukesha. Wink? What? Wow. In Waukesha for all of your construction needs. If it's a commercial project like a multifamily or an offense, or maybe you're looking for help on a remodeling project like a home addition or building a new home, the PCI team is here for you. How do I know this? Because the PCI team is here for me and my family as we are renovating our basement with the PCI team. And they have been fantastic. Not only did they come over, take measurements, give us a little idea of what they thought we could do with the space, but then we had a meeting and they drew up a little map of our basement with tiny little figures of a couch, a television, a pool table, a shuffleboard table, a papa shot, all of the things that we had thought maybe we would want in our basement so we could move them around kind of like a dollhouse and see where all of those things would go. And that is the sort of extra effort you will get if you work with the PCI team as well. So go to their website. It's very simple. Professionalconstructioninc.com. Professionalconstructioninc.com is where you can find some of the jobs that Mike and Michelle and their team have done and some ideas about what they can do for you and your family. Just go to their website, professionalconstructioninc.com, professionalconstructioninc.com. Tell Mike and Michelle that Jen from Jen, Gabe and Chewy sent you. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Ryan and McGuanagall weighing in. Hey, if you find something that sucks for 25 years, you hold on to that. Yeah, that is a very good point. Because <laughs> usually the sucking only happens before you get married, and then the sucking <laughs> just stops. We're going to get fired. Yeah. On 94.5 ESPN. Here we go. Won the NBA All-Star Game last night over Team LeBron, 184 to 175. Although there was a moment during the draft where Giannis didn't seem to understand how it worked when he tried to draft John Morant, who happened to be a starter when they were still drafting the reserves. Everybody got a good laugh out of that, but Giannis had the last laugh as his team won 184 to 175. Although, guys, I will say, and I said this earlier, I am concerned about the wrist for Giannis as he is going to New York to get, uh, what, more testing, second opinion? Yeah, more testing is what the uh, the report was from Tim Pontemps of ESPN. It's not broken, I guess. If it was that severe, he wouldn't have even played the 20 seconds that he played last night. It might keep him out for a little bit. I, but with the Bucks, everything that, that matters is what's going to happen in the postseason. And I think he's going to be ready for the postseason. So Giannis going to see a specialist. Um, so he was not the star of the show. I guess I would make the argument that Jason Tatum was the star of the show. What do you have, 55 in the game? Yes. Some sort of like... Playoff, un- or, excuse me, all-star, all-star record. record. Um, but I got to tell you guys, I think that Boban was the star of last night. And Boban wasn't even playing in the game, famously. But he is in a lot of commercials now, Chew. A lot of commercials. I mean, Gabe Gabe loves the State Farm commercial that Boban is in, where he is on oh, he bounced the- it. He bounced it. He bounced it again. He bounced it again. He bounced it again. He bounced it again. Feel free to jump in, guys. He bounced it again. He bounced it again. He's actually really good at this. He's really good at the commercials. He's really good at the ads. The one that I saw last night, and I think it was the first time because I had never seen it before, was the Boban goldfish hand where they are now, where Goldfish, another company that he has teamed up with before, is offering people a hand. It's a bowl, but it's Boban's hand. So it's the size of Boban's hand. He can fit 301 Goldfish in his hand, Chew. 301. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate you having that reaction to it, okay? 301 Goldfish. I have never 
wanted to know how many goldfish fit in my hand more than I did last night watching that. If you used both hands to form a bowl, do you think you'd get to 301? Uh. Maybe. I don't know. I'm spotting it right now. Like, I'm eyeballing it right now, and I don't think so. I think maybe... I mean, they're tiny, but they're not that tiny, right? Like, we're not talking about the tiny, tiny goldfish. We're talking about the regular-sized yeah. goldfish. Mm-hmm. So, how many do you think Chew could do? Because Chew's got the biggest hands of all of us. Yeah. You think Chew could get close to 301? No. no. Uh, he does? How high was it stacked? Pretty high? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a mountain. A mountain of yeah. goldfish. Until they start, you know, crumbling tall, off. It's like a bowl. How tall is he? It's like 7'6". I mean, six. he's a big man. Yeah, he's like 7'6". Oh, six. he's that big? Yeah. He's a big guy. Ah, uh, Half... Yeah, uh, what do you say, 300 something? 301. 301. Do you think that yeah, we could, could do 301 that. combined between the three of us? 100, oh, 100, yeah. 100? yeah, easily, yeah. Okay. I could get over 300 with two hands. Easily. Yes. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so half with yeah. one? Are you looking at your hands right now? I can see no, you I think, like, looking I bet, off. I bet I you am. could do like 200. <laughs> I don't know, man. One hand? <laughs> like to be able to cup your hand to be able to hold a bunch. Do you think I could, at least, do you think I could get 100? Well, which hand would you choose? I think that plays in a factor in it too. Why? Well, which fact? Which hand do you feel more comfortable and confident that you could hold the shape for that oh, long? I'm well, right hand. Yeah, yeah right. right hand for sure because yeah. I'm right-handed. Gabe, you left. I think I'm going left hand. I, I'm, left-handed. I'm, well, with, no, well, I'm right-handed. But you but like, left-handed. I'm with yeah. Gabe here. Yeah, I feel I think, more confident in my left hand here, just cupping right now, other than my other hand cupping. Mostly because mm-hmm. I also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I get a little, a lot more work out of the right hand. <laughs> <laughs> I am amphibious for the record, but. <laughs> the right hand is much more. Much more. The only you are I guess I also have more confidence in my right hand, like placing, being the sure, precise sure, sure. and so placing those last few I think that's a really good point. I think that's a really good point. If you are going to be responsible for placing the goldfish into the cupped hand, yeah. you want to use your better hand for the placing Correct. and your less... Dominant hand. I was going to say less better. And I was like, <laughs> don't say less better. Your worse hand for the cupping. Right? Yes. Okay, so so I want to do this. I want to do this tomorrow. I'm going to bring some goldfish in. Chu, you got goldfish at the house in Florida? I, I got to go shopping. All right, today, make so sure you grab some goldfish. Of course, grab it's a day that ends in Y. Yeah, exactly. Grab some goldfish. We'll text you to remind you as it gets a little closer to your shopping hour. Okay. <laughs> and uh, we're going to see how many goldfish we can hold in our hand. We're not going to get close to Bobon's Oh, absolutely not. I mean, that's just an absurd number, which is, I guess, why they're circling an ad campaign around it, why they're centering an ad campaign around it. But I think I could get 100. Maybe. Yeah, but you don't want to totally. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm just looking at my hand, I'm like, can I get even get fifty? Like, try to yeah, cup you your hand to be able to Gabe. hold that many. Like, that's no, that's asking a lot. You don't want to totally cup though. You don't want you want spaces between your fingers so you can oh, have more volume. That's an interesting just strategy. enough so they don't follow through. You don't want the fingers together. Well, no, but see what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but you still need to like have some sort of bowl or cup in your hand. Otherwise, if your hand's just flat, oh, it just falls right off. Yeah, now I'm over here doing the live long and prosper thing with my <laughs> fingers. To see I mean, which one figuring out the strategy of how to get your hand the way you need to, like... The not- thumb has to act as a guardrail, by the Correct, way. Correct, 100%. Guardrail. Yes. But not too high, because then they'll fall through the hole. Yeah. You don't want to fall through the hole. Don't you? No, that's not Into, not through... I'm going to go get my hand ready for the big contest tomorrow, right? <laughs> Practice makes I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Jed Gabe and Chewy. Wilde and Tosh is next on ESPN Milwaukee.